Hey folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound podcast. This week, we're really excited to welcome Gabriella Casanenu. She is an award-winning author and professional coach. Uh, she considers life as a self-discovery journey worth exploring. Her creative and curious soul didn't care much about the MBA and 18 years in engineering. It found a way to turn things around, leading to coaching, training, creative entrepreneurship, artistic expressions, and writing best-selling books for introverts like Quiet Lessons for the Introvert's Soul and Introverts, Leverage Your Strengths for an Effective Job Search. You can find more about her at GabriellaCasanenu.com and how to spell that. We'll discuss that as well. Welcome, Gabriella. Thank you so much for having me, Wes. I'm really glad that you're here. Uh, so you do some similar stuff that we do here at Introvert Unbound, which is working with introverts to unlock their potential. So I'd say just let's start with you as a person. Are you an introvert? Yes, I'm definitely an introvert. And it took me a long time to realize that I'm an introvert and I'm, I'm not a weird person. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that was a huge discovery for me. I thought I was antisocial. And then when I found out, you know, years ago, no, no, I'm just an introvert. That definitely changed everything for me. So exactly. So did you have some struggles earlier in your life because of being an introvert? I wouldn't define them as struggles, but I noticed that I'm different. And I didn't know what's happening if I'm weird because I cannot connect easily with people. And other people can steal my, uh, my friends and I cannot make easily new friends and I'm not interested in small talk. So there were a lot of things that were not uh, kind of mainstream and I didn't know what's happening. Uh, also uh, in meetings, for example, um, my voice trembled uh, and uh, I couldn't express exactly my thoughts. I needed time to uh, formulate my uh, ideas. So there, are, there were a lot of uh, things that kind of flag that there is something here, and since I didn't connect with other introverts, I thought it's just me. So that was the biggest uh, challenge, uh, but with different pieces in it. Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and I think that's a common thread for a lot of folks who don't quite realize what's going on in their head. So when, when you started understanding the fact that you were an introvert, did you find things changed right away, or what was that experience for you? Oh, yeah, it was like I, I came home. Mm -hmm. I realized that uh, it's not only me, that uh, these are totally normal characteristics to introverts, and there are other people like me. And when I started reading more about introverts, introversion, I really connected with whatever they say uh, about our personality. And uh, it really kind of light up uh, a bulb, and I realized, actually, I'm a totally normal person, I just have specific traits and uh, why not uh, I don't make the most out of them. So I call them introvert strengths. And that's how I start on this path of helping other introverts uh, understand their strengths and uh, use their strengths to overcome their challenges. Right. Yeah, that's that's excellent. Yeah, we definitely share the same passion. Do you think that a lot of times introverts just they might struggle through life because they haven't unlocked their potential, like they haven't really figured out what their strengths are. Do you think that's a common thing? It might be that, but I also look at the things like a journey, like a hero journey. You go through life at the beginning, you don't know who you are and what's specific to you, how you are different from others, what are the similarities with other introverts, if you are an introvert. And then you start discovering it and uh, 
you might even go through challenges like I, I read your story on the website. Mm. Um, you might go through some challenges that it, it becomes so painful that it really makes you want to change something in your life, to take life in your hands and do something about it. And that could be a point, a tipping point to, oh, I have to start working on myself. And you start improving in different areas of your life, different aspects of your life. So you advance on your hero journey. And more advanced you are, more you build on new behaviors, new skills that makes you more happy and more successful. So that's how I look at like a continuum something that you build up on the previous uh, experiences. And uh, many successful introverts went through this journey. My latest book is exactly about that. I interviewed uh, 11 introverts, and I noticed in each of their stories part of these struggles and overcoming these struggles and other struggles, but they become more open, they become uh, more functional, if I can use a word, mm -hmm. and they become happier and more successful. So it's really a journey. And wherever you are in the process, just keep in mind that it's a process and you can work on it. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's all a journey and you can't expect to have overnight results and things like that. So for, for you yourself, why did you actually want to get into coaching and writing books about this? I mean, there's plenty of introverts out there that will just go online and share some memes and, you know, read about it for themselves, but you, you wanted to do more than just work on yourself. You wanted to help others. What drove you to do that? Um, I became a coach in 2006 because I was not too, too satisfied by my technical career. And uh, for a few years, I was just uh, coaching people, but I didn't really have a niche to focus on. I didn't know exactly what uh, I should focus on. And one day I did a workshop with 40 uh, students, uh, university students. And at one point halfway, I asked, how many of you are introvert, introverted or shy? And half of them raised a hand. And I shared that I used to be like them. And look, right now I'm doing a workshop in front of 40 strangers, and I'm totally okay with that. And at the end of the workshop, one student came to me and she said, I really want to thank you because I didn't realize up to that point when you asked us to raise a hand, I didn't realize that I'm not the only person shy in the world. Mm. So for me, it was like, whoa, we're so much into our own bubbles that we don't realize that there are other people similar to us and we can reach out and connect. And the next thing she said, the fact that you shared that you were able to overcome it gives me hope that I can overcome it as well. And even now I get goosebumps when, and every time I share this story because that really made me realize that there is a need there. And since I'm an introvert, I resonate very well, very well with them. I use coaching on myself to, for self-development and uh, I got to this point. So why not going out and helping more introverts advance on their own uh, hero journey? Sure. So that was a... Uh, Tipping point. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's a great story. I'm wondering, so you've worked with folks for years. Do you find that men introverts and women introverts have any different challenges? Obviously, there's a lot of similar challenges, but would you say there are any that differ? That's a good question. I never thought about it. I wouldn't say that um, they have different challenges. Mm -hmm. And more you know about yourself, more you consider actually uh, this being opportunities for you, not really challenges. And there are different challenges for men and women, that's true. Mm -hmm. And how you use your strengths 
it might be in a different way. But it totally depends on uh, your understanding of your own characteristics and your willingness to move forward, to build new behaviors that could help you more. So I don't really notice a big difference between men and women more into the situations they uh, they have to face uh, the challenges that, that are coming their way, not really the way they could overcome them. Sure, sure. That makes a lot of sense. Would you say that being an introvert is tougher in certain, let's say, countries than others? So, so you're in Canada. I'm here in the U.S. The U.S. is definitely a very extroverted nation. Um, do you, do you, what do you think about all that? I mean, and when you talk about even some areas in Asia, maybe introversion is a little more the cultural norm, or at least being a loud extrovert is actually considered rude. So what do you think mm -hmm. about all that? Um, actually, my latest book, I talked about that too. Uh, in uh, Susan Cain's book, uh, Quiet, mm -hmm. she talks uh, to one point exactly about what you're saying, that there are some countries where introversion is not only accepted, but valued more than extroversion. And in the Western world, even in Canada, US, it's more uh, toward extroversion. Yeah. So uh, I took this thought in, uh, to the next level, and I'm thinking that actually introversion and extroversion are like in and yang for the humanity. Yeah. And if you take it to the global world, you see some parts of the world that are more into introversion, other parts more into extroversion, and actually you make a whole. Hmm. Yeah. So I look at this like uh, this po polarity is that we need each other. We complement each other in different characteristic strengths that we have. So uh, that's my perspective on uh, introversion and extroversion. And uh, in this uh, book, I <laughs> keep uh, talking about quiet lessons for the introvert soul. I introverted. I uh, interviewed eleven introverts. One from Australia, one from South Africa, one from U.S., but he came from uh, Africa. Uh, a few from uh, Canada with different backgrounds. They are not Canadian-born. So I noticed introverts' characteristics are the same wherever you, you live. Hmm. But how you fit to the society mode might be different because the society might have different norms, different uh, rules, different appreciation for one personality or another. Yeah, well, that sounds fascinating. That book sounds great. Quiet Lessons for the Introvert Soul. So they can get that on Amazon and your, and your website. Is that where they yeah. could find that? Amazon, uh, Apple Books, uh, Kobo, Nook, Barnes & Noble. Great. It's almost everywhere. <laughs> it's all over the place. And so since the folks yeah. are, who are listening to this are introverts, you like to sit at home and read, well, here's a good opportunity to do so. Mm -hmm. um, so... Okay, if certain countries are more suited for introverts, then shouldn't all of us introverts just move to those countries? <laughs> I don't think so. Why not? Because if we uh, go back to that principle of yin and yang, inside a country, you need both yin and yang. You need both extroverted characteristics and introverted characteristics. For example, introverts are strategic thinkers. You don't want to get all the introverts out of the country. <laughs> Who will uh, use that uh, characteristic? Who will uh, think strategically? Who will uh, pay attention to details, do research? All these strengths that introverts have could benefit to this country as well. 
So I don't, uh, if they want to move, I, <laughs> totally okay. Yeah. But I don't think this should be the reason why. Um, Susan Cain, in her book, she talks about the quiet leadership. And uh, the example she gave is from a university from U.S. A few students who are quiet, but because they are quiet and they have uh, many interesting ideas and introverts in general are uh, attracted to meaningful causes, uh, they want to get involved to build a better world. So we have this kind of big think thinking uh, perspective. And, oops, sorry. That's fine. So uh, she talks about those introverts who are in U.S. They can use their uh, strengths to become quiet leaders who can motivate others uh, through their vision instead of motivated through indoctrination. Okay. So our qualities are needed everywhere. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense, and I I totally agree with that. Although sometimes, yeah, you think, oh, you know, living in this world of extroverts, sometimes you want to go somewhere where people are more like-minded, but at the same time, there are things we can learn from extroverts and vice versa. So would you, off the top of your head, what's, what's one lesson an introvert can learn from extroverts and what's one lesson extroverts could learn from an introvert? Uh, I'll answer this uh, in a bit, but I want to add something to what uh, we talked earlier. Yeah. Actually, there are a lot of introverts as well. Uh, Susan Cain talks about 40% uh, introverts in U.S., mm -hmm. almost half of the population, and oh, yeah. in Canada, it's even more. So it's not that we are only a few introverts in the world of extroverts in the Western world. We just need to connect with each other because we get, very, uh, we get along very well introverts uh, with introverts. Mm. And coming back to your question about uh, what we can learn from extroverts, uh, it could be a self-discovery journey, self-growth journey, because extroverts go out there and uh, connect with people. Introverts also need to connect with people because we have this need to be social, to connect with others. We just don't know how and how to do it more skillfully so we can respect our true nature and our need to recharge our batteries. So we can learn from them how we can do it, but still being genuine and uh, true to our nature. Uh, extroverts can learn from us uh, to take time to reflect, to uh, go into that deep thinking where new ideas are coming up, where you can evaluate where you are and uh, what you can do differently to move forward. So there are a lot of things that we can learn from each other. Mm, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that ties into your yin and yang concept about you know different elements of our society. So that's excellent. And I'm glad to hear that. So your book, Introverts, Leverage Your Strengths for an Effective Job Search. That reminds me of a, a couple podcasts ago, we spoke with uh, Jim Saunders. He wrote a book called Introvert Shine, which is co career-boosting communication hacks to speak confidently mm -hmm. and build your network. So we talked a lot about work stuff. So maybe maybe you could talk a little bit about what, what are the challenges and um, advantages that we introverts have in the workplace and our careers and stuff? Challenges and advantages. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, what would make us stand out and what is something that maybe is a little bit of an obstacle for us? Mm -hmm. One of the things that make us stand out is uh, we love collaboration. Mm. Extroverts like competition. Mm. So since we love to collaborate with others, we become uh, great 
team players. We can work individually and we can perform very well because it really, it's really true to our nature. We, we love to be on, on ourselves and we do a, a lot of great things. So if I just point out these two, collaboration and uh, working uh, individually and do great job, a great job. And for the challenges will be to fit in a team because uh, we are very good at one-on-one -on -one communication. Yeah. We are very good at leaders, if you can get to that level. But fitting in a group or a team, it's kind of a challenge. Yes. Because there are a lot of things going on and uh, we are... Uh, very great, very good observers of both inner and outer world. So we observe anything that's happening outside. In the same time, we pay attention to what's inside and we can easily become overwhelmed. We can easily get tired. Uh, I've got into burnout uh, two years ago because of that. I was working in a workplace environment. I was doing a lot of workshops and I got tired and uh, exhausted and then I've got into a burnout. Mm. And I was doing things that I love. I was doing workshops every day and I was helping people. But uh, it really forced me to, to take a break, and that's how I came up with uh, writing. Uh, so I can help more people through writing. So these are challenges that I think we have. Another challenge is how to go, um, connect with new people. Hmm. We hear a lot about, uh, especially if you are in a position where you have to build new connections with clients, with um, other uh, suppliers, and... Starting a conversation is not easy for an introvert. Going to networking events is not easy for an introvert. Mm -hmm. But there are ways of going around that and still become successful. I have a, interviewed a top sales performer who is an introvert in the book Quiet Lessons. Mm. I was blown away by what he shared. Huh. So, uh, yes, you can become a good in any profession you choose as an introvert because we strive for excellence. But you have to pay attention to not overdo it without taking enough uh, recharging breaks because yeah. it really throws you out of balance. Yeah, yeah, that's what we talk a lot about at Introvert Unbound. And um, so we, we cover social aspects, dating, a lot of dating stuff, but also professional development, things like that. And something that I have found to be true for myself, and I found this for many of my clients, is the idea that a lot of these skills, social skills, um, you know, certain social habits, they actually become easier over time when you practice them because then they become a little bit more well-worn as a habit and it doesn't drain your energy as much. Now, of course, you're an introvert. You're still going to, over time, things are going to be more stimulating for you. You're only going to be able to be out and talking to people for so long. But I, I swear that years and years ago, I, I had real difficulty striking up conversations with strangers. It was just extremely draining for me. Now it's actually easy for me, you know, and as long as I go home after a couple few hours. Do, do you find that that could be true, that we can actually, you know, maybe prolong our introvert battery? I think we can. And one of the things I've noticed in the people I interviewed in myself and those I work with, if you focus on a meaningful cause, something that you really care about, you get a lot of energy from inside, and that can prolong the batteries that you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. So, if you, and you can use that for networking, you can do come, uh, the strategic net, and then <laughs> you can network strategically because you can go to events that are 
uh, more favorable to what you want to achieve, to your cause, that can help you advance in your cause and meet people who have the same um, interest. And you can connect with them because you have something in common. And it's very easy when you connect one-on-one to go into those discussions. I talked to someone for two hours and we could still continue talking. Because we are talking about meaningful things to both of us, to humanity, to a lot of ideas uh, came out of this. We brainstorm what's possible. So we like to brainstorm. We have a lot of ideas. So when you get in those kind of conversations, you get energized from inside. Yes, you need time to recharge after, but you can't go into longer conversations. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's. I think you phrased that really perfectly. And something we talk about a lot here at Introvert Unbound is the idea of, okay, let's say you're going in social situations, you're finding yourself drained because what you're doing is you're sort of you're you're standing on the edge and you're kind of letting the other person run the conversation and you kind of oh you say something here and there but you're really not that into it you're doing that a lot of introverts will do that because they oh i need to preserve my energy but ironically what you're doing is you're more likely to be drained because you're kind of allowing yourself to go along with their show whereas if you're like hey like if i'm not interested in a topic i i don't i try not to be rude about it but I will gradually move it towards the direction of something that I'm interested in. And so then I yeah. can remain energized. But you, but it exactly. takes a little bit of that front loading of energy, right? Like it's, it's a little tougher to just be like, hey, well, anyway, what do you think about, you know, wildfires or some issue that you're really, ta- you know, interested in? So I think it's, it's getting over that initial difficulty. That's, that's the hard part, right? It is. And there are ways of uh, getting around that. Uh, for example, if I go to networking events where it's a panel discussion, I pay attention to what uh, they are sharing. And if I found something interesting, I'm going after the event directly to the one of the panelists and I, I'm asking something. You would say that I'm not an introvert if I'm doing that, but actually I connect with something that's meaningful to me and gives me that energy from inside to go and do that. Yes. Yeah. That's so perfect. So, no, continue. So, uh, yeah, if you if you find yourself in a room, just find something. Uh, there are for sure introverts in that room, and you can recognize them. These are the quiet people that might stay uh, near the walls, and they might check their phone. So if you go and connect with those people, with other introverts, you will find yourself in very interesting uh, conversation because introverts like to have deep conversations, not just small talk. Yes. So they will thank you that you approach them, and you both will be happy with the discussion. Yes. Do you, so do and you? Usually, f- yeah. Sorry. Yes. Go ahead. I wanted just to add that usually it leads to something. Yes. Yes, it does. That little bit of investment is almost always worthwhile. So, do you find that you have a lot of people accusing you of not being an introvert? <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I'm doing workshops, I, I'm so energized and I uh, do a lot of workshops with exercises, interactive and experiential exercises. So I move people around. I'm asking questions. And when I'm sure I'm an introvert, all of them are like, no way, you're not an introvert. I'm like, yes, I am an uh, introvert. Don't ask me how, how much time I need to recharge my batteries after. <laughs> but exactly. I'm, doing wor- <laughs> yeah. I'm doing workshops only on topics I'm interested in. Mm. I design the workshops, I put in uh, those workshops whatever I want, uh, and I'm really interested in creating shifts, mind shifts, my uh, perspective uh, shifts. So I'm doing what I love, and when I'm doing what I love, you can see that energy that, and passion that comes out of me, and you think, oh, it, it, the person is an extrovert, but actually that's because I connect with my passion. 
Yeah. That's why you they see me that way. Yeah, yeah. I, I sometimes get a little bit irritated with a lot of the stereotypes and definitions that are out there, you know, about being an introvert or not being an introvert. You know, I'll go out and about and yeah, pretty much everyone when I talk to them about being an introvert or my business, they'll be like, yeah, but you're not an introvert. You just came up to me and talked to me. And it's like, yeah, I, I was at home alone all day. Wednesday, I didn't talk to a single person because I went out to the woods. You know, it's like, I, I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there. And and unfortunately, I think a lot of the um, a lot of introverts kind of use their introversion as a crutch to avoid having to push their comfort zone. And I know that gets into a little bit of a uh, controversial territory. But do you have any thoughts about that? I totally agree with you. Actually, what I noticed also that a lot of introverts don't recognize themselves as introverts if they are able to uh, show up at an event and be energized by a conversation, they think, oh, I'm an extrovert. Mm. But if they are drained, their energy is drained after that event, they are still introverts. They just show up differently, kind of take on a different coat on a specific situation. It doesn't define who they are. And uh, based on what you said, I agree a lot of uh, introverts, and especially what I'm seeing from social media, they kind of hide uh, in their own uh, bubble, saying, oh, I'm just an introvert. I don't want to go out and like." don't uh, care about what's there but actually we are social being beings and we need to go out and we need to connect with people but we we do it in our own way it's different a, a different way than what extroverts do and you have to recognize that mm. and as soon as you become aware of that you can go out you can go out of your comfort zone just a little bit uh, right now and see if there's something good out of it, you can go a little bit further next time and, and further. And exactly what you were saying, the comfort zone is expanding in time and it becomes easier. Doesn't mean that you will do it every day, yeah. but it will be easier when you go into a similar situation later on. Absolutely, absolutely. And I definitely agree with all of that. So you've written some books. Uh, tell us tell us about your book. So The Quiet Lessons for the Introvert Soul and then Introverts Leverage Your Strengths for an Effective Job Search. Are those the two books that you have? I have uh, 10 books. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I started with uh, Introverts Leverage Your Strengths for an Effective Job Search because, um, as I was saying, I was going through a burnout. I couldn't talk for 10 months. Not for 10, for four months. Mm -hmm. And one day I asked myself, what should I do the rest of my life if I, if I can't talk anymore? And this thought came out that I should write uh, that book. And it really made sense because I had almost 10 years experience in applying coaching to employment counseling. And I realized that actually this way I can reach out to more introverts. So that was my first book. And based on that one, I realized that, oh, I didn't ca capture in that book because I uh, talk only about the job search and putting the short term job search in the perspective of a long-term meaningful career, mm -hmm. but I didn't cover the perspective of the employer. So I wrote another book, uh, it's called The Key Factor, Understanding the Employer Perspective on the Hiring Process, because many times I notice people focused only on their side of job search, but not taking in consideration what the employer wants, what the risk uh, the employer has. So uh, that was the second book. I wrote another one for job uh, fairs. Because people go to job fairs and uh, they just think, oh, uh, this is not a good event for me. But actually, it's a great network networking event. It's a professional environment where you can practice your skills, connect with people in a less stressful environment like uh, the job interview. 
And uh, I also published uh, two books. Uh, I call them photo coaching books. Actually, they are self-coaching books. Uh, I'm also love to do photography, nature photography. So what I did on each uh, chapter, it's one page which has a picture and a coaching question. So it takes you through different coaching questions. The first book is meeting with yourself. So you can understand yourself better. What are your inner barriers? What are your strengths? What you can do to improve your life? And the second one, it's still photo coaching. It's navigating the relationship landscape. It gives you a lot of uh, concepts and tools from um, relationship coaching that you can apply to understand better your relationships. Hmm. Relationship with yourself, relationship with others, relationship with career, relationship with your children, for example. So I use uh, all my books are more like um, self-discovery, self-reflection books. Just because I present a topic doesn't mean that it's just information. I always um, loop back to the reader to ask the reader to reflect on his own experience, to see what insights they get from these books. And the last one that I wrote, quite lessons for the introvert soul, I uh, realized after the first book that there are a lot of people who don't understand uh, very well introversion and extroversion. And initially I thought, oh, let me write a book about this topic. And uh, I realized there is already a lot out there if they have the willingness to read about that. Mm-hmm. And this uh, idea came up to actually interview introverts. And it was not easy, you know, introverts are kind of private uh, people to find and kind of uh, force them to share their stories. And each of them shared uh, two or three challenges they went through and how they were able to overcome them. And at the end of each interview, I... Uh, presented the introvert strengths that I recognized in those uh, interviews. And I end up with a list of over 100 introvert uh, strengths that I put it in a list that people can download from that book. So uh, just by going through that process of uh, interviewing and writing that book, it it was such a, a great experience for myself. I learned a lot of new things about what I can do, and it really pushed me in a higher gear. I'm now more motivated to network, for example, than I used to be before reading that book Mm -hmm. because I understand from other introverts how they are doing and how they are doing uh, in a genuine, authentic way. So I'm practicing right now what I learned from the book I wrote. Okay. That's, yeah, and that's what I found as well, that since I've been coaching and writing on this topic, I'm learning so much. So obviously, I'm here to help provide people, and so are you, with the knowledge that, you know, we've accumulated over the years, the lessons we've learned. But at the same time, we're constantly taking in new information and learning from all the people we talk to and work with, right? Sometimes I... uh... They were talking about something and memories from my uh, life came back with different situations that had nothing uh, in common with what they were talking. But it really pops up and uh, there's uh, events that maybe you don't remember for a while, but when they pop up, you see them in a different light. Hmm. So that kind of insight you get uh, from reading that book. So I found it very, very interesting. And I've even got extroverts uh, reading that book and... Someone said a myth, it's about to be dispelled. Mm-hmm. Because she, it really changed her mind about um, introverts as being non-social uh, beings. And uh, the introverts' characteristics that come out from those stories, she was blown away. 
That's incredible. Well, so folks can find your books um, at your website, GabriellaCasanenu.com, on um, Amazon, wherever wherever you can get books pretty much online. Your books are there, it seems like. Um, so before we go, though, let's talk a little bit about – so you coach individuals. So you, do you do that in person? Do you do that online? How do you do that exactly? I uh, coach in person on the phone, and uh, I also do workshops that are based on coaching. Okay. These are experiential uh, workshops, so they can go through a coaching experience just by uh, participating to the workshop. Very cool. So what kind of folk, what kind of introvert could benefit from coaching? Does it have to be somebody who's just not able to leave their house? You know, what kind of person do you think would benefit from this sort of knowledge, information? I would say that people who are open to to change, to open to self-growth, because not everyone are at that level yet. And uh, if they're not at that level, you cannot work. I cannot work with someone who doesn't want to change or is not open to new ideas, new perspectives that could come out from coaching. And I don't think it's related to introverts and extroverts. Right, right. Uh, we have a lot of limiting beliefs. At one point, I was doing a workshop called uh, How Your Own Thoughts Affect Your Job Search. And I invited my colleagues. I was working in a, a nonprofit organization. And I invited my colleagues to that workshop just for them. Uh, I delivered the workshop only for them because I wanted them to understand what kind of workshop it is so they can refer clients to that workshop. And I had a colleague who said, no, I don't want to come. I don't want to come. And finally... <laughs> He was able to come, and at the end, he said, you know what? I think my own thoughts, my own beliefs didn't allow me to come to your workshop earlier. <laughs> yep, that's probably it, yeah. right? Yes, we have so many beliefs that many of them we're not aware that we have, and uh, it's hard to help someone who is in that situation. But when it becomes painful enough, they might be more open. That makes so a lot in- of sense, absolutely. So if you notice that you're at home all the time and you're not happy and you're okay for a while, but it kind of accumulates and your willingness to still being social uh, is kind of growing into something more deeper, you might be willing to open up and uh, you're ready for self-growth. I found social media very useful for introverts and a self-growth tool, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I found it very useful. Well, Gabriella, it's been so great to have you. Um, in conclusion, do you have any links or any uh, last words for our listeners? I will spell my uh, website. It's Gabriella, G-A-B-R-I-E-L-A, C-A-S-E-N-I-N-U. Dot com because it's a Romanian name is not easy to understand and uh, I highly encourage you to connect with my social media uh, profiles because I usually share information I've created recently a book uh, in, uh, book uh, Facebook group introvert strengths where uh, we will start uh, working on our uh, challenges by using our strengths so there are a lot of things going on and uh, if they want to connect uh, if I'm totally open to to connect with your readers and uh, help each other because I'm in the same process as well. And uh, let's have an enjoyable journey.
I totally agree. And yeah, I'll have the website link in the description so folks don't have to worry about the spelling as much. But uh, definitely, definitely give that a try on their own if they want to. But yeah, hit the hit the link at the bottom of the description. And thanks again, Gabriella. Thank you, Wes. Thank you so much. Hey, folks, this is Wes Colton, coach, CEO, and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and got something out of it. And I hope you stay tuned for future episodes by subscribing on Podbean, iTunes, or however else you found us. If you yourself are an introvert and resonate with our message, I also recommend you go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter with our latest articles, videos, and other introvert-related stuff. And if you're really looking to level up your dating, social, and work life, email me at introvertunbound at gmail.com for your free half-hour, zero-obligation online consult to help you come up with a game plan to harness your strengths, shore up your weaknesses, and become the Introvert Unbound.